You're listening to Your Jewish Life, Your Way with Karen Cinnamon, the podcast that explores what it feels like to be Jewish or Jewish in 2022. On the show, we divulge all of the secrets and know-how to being confident in celebrating and living your Jewish life, your way, with easy, simple ways to embrace your mishpacha through the traditions and rituals you've been dying to learn more about. So save your kvetching, we are talking less Jewish guilt and more Jewish joy here on out. Yalla, forget about the right and wrong ways to be Jewish. It's time to create a Jewish life you love living. Welcome to today's episode. Can you believe we're just a few days away from Hanukkah? Wow. Hanukkah's late this year, isn't it? But I am all Hanukkahed up. We have decorations. We've been making latkes. We're in the middle of a Hanukkah festival inside Smashing Life, my membership community. We've got challah bakes happening, chocolate get challah bakes inside Smashing Life. The girls have made some Hanukkah cards to send out. They did really cute Hanukkah cards with handprint menorahs and fingerprints with the flames, super cute. We're just, we're just in Hanukkah land, but at the same time, because it's so late this year, well, 2023 is around the corner as well. And I know it's not our Jewish New Year, but it's still a feeling for a new year, a new commencement, new thinking, right? Or is it just me? I certainly have that upcoming New Year feeling. And I thought I'd record this podcast about New Year's reflection. I mean, this is just as applicable for the Jewish New Year, Rosh Hashanah, as it is for the, what do we call this, the Christian New Year or the everyone else New Year. Well, you know what? I've grown up celebrating New Year's Eve every year of my life and it is a moment. You know, January always feels fresh. So I thought I would share with you my 10 journal prompts for New Year's reflection because it's so important to take stock of the year just past and also plan for the year ahead. And I love taking time to reflect on the past year because it helps me shape what I want my life to look like in the upcoming year. And by reflecting on the past year, you bring light to the successes, the things that went well, as well as maybe what held you back We do these kind of things in person inside Smashing Life, my members community. So do join us or put your name on the wait list if it's time of listening. If enrollment is closed, you just go to smashinglife.club. You can either join there, add your name to the wait list. I'm not sure what you'll see when this episode is released. We, We always want to welcome you with open arms one way or another. And, you know, Smashing Life is not just about community and connection and connecting everyone together. It's about moving forward in your life in whatever area of life is best for you. And in January, we're having a make it happen challenge as well, which is going to be great fun. It's one of my five day challenges that I lead where every day there's a different prompt. Um, but before January, before the make it happen challenge, I love at the end of the year, taking a moment to reflect And it means I can step into the year ahead with lots of confidence and knowledge about being really intentional with my life. So I thought I'd do today is share the 10 journal prompts that I use. And it also ends up by literally filtering it down to one word intention for the year. And I'm going to share a few thoughts on my answers to these questions as well. So you'll get to know me a little better through this episode if you'd like, if you're interested in that, or you may just want to look at the show notes and 
just quickly zip down those journal prompts. But hang along with me. It'll be fun to have your company. And I think you'll get a lot out of this episode. So please note that the journal prompts I'm giving you, they are in the style of the writing prompts and reflection pages inside my book, The Jewish Joy Journal. Have you heard about it? If you haven't, you might have been hiding under a rock. I've been talking about it a lot lately because it is such a great Hanukkah gift uh, to yourself or loved ones and also a really great way to start the year. You can get it at jewishjoyjournal.com. It's a six-month gratitude journal and there's also a goal planner element and it's all wrapped up in Jewish values and Jewish quotes and Jewish recipes and it's just a gorgeous, gorgeous thing. Um, You can see more at jewishjoyjournal.com and I've also got a really nice little voucher code for you as well if you just use the code jewish joy podcast all one word at checkout you'll get a 10 percent discount so you may be interested in that so let's dive in these are the 10 prompts i use at the end of every year to take stock and look ahead and i really encourage you to do the same they will make such a difference to you so let's dive in with number one Number one is this. And like I say, if you want to just copy paste the prompts, they are in the show notes. Number one, what is something I need to give myself permission to do in 2023? So this prompt ties in with something that I love to talk about. In fact, I must do a whole podcast about this, about boundaries. This is something I've set into action in my life in the last few years in my 40s. And it's made a huge, huge difference. So for instance, one of the things that I would have said to myself a few years ago that I need to give myself permission to do is say no to loved ones. I'll do anything for the people I love and I'll be like, yes, yes. And then then I have enough time maybe for my kids and it's just too much. So I've got so much better at saying no, putting boundaries in place with love, you know, no is said with love. But if I ask myself now in 2022, looking ahead to 23, what is something I need to give myself? permission to do in 2023, I would actually say lean into being even more myself in 23. You know, there are certain situations sometimes that I find myself in where I see, I feel like I'm presenting a side of myself and maybe I want to hide the the fact that I don't know about something or that I'm not very confident in something. And I try to sort of be something that I want the other person to think I am. So I'm going to try and break through that and just be me in all situations. I'll let you know how I get on with that one. Number two prompt is what's one area in my life where I made real tangible progress this year? So in case you don't know, I did lose my mom a year ago. So obviously that is going to play a part in my reflections here. At the same time, I also created the Jewish Joy Journal in this last year. So, and they, it's no coincidence that, you know, the two go hand in hand. The journal is full of tips and tricks, everything I learned from my mom, who was an incredibly powerful, impactful woman that made so much out of her life. You know, maybe I'll dedicate an episode one day to her. She was born in Iraq, moved to Israel, came to London, achieved incredible things in her life. And she taught me about the power of now, the power of gratitude, which inspired the journal. So in terms of my answer, what's one area in my life where I made real tangible progress this year? I have to answer that one with getting through the grief, I believe, in a healthy way. And we are going to be releasing um, an episode in January or February about Jewish grief and mourning and the rituals that helped me. Um 
But, you know, beyond the first week, the first month where the Jewish rituals do come into place, I really feel like I was able to cry enough about my mom. You know, I never held back the tears. I never held back the emotions. And that's thanks in huge part to my husband who just always knew what to say and always knew sometimes just not to say anything and just hug me. He's just been amazing. So I've definitely made progress in that. I don't feel like the grief has held me back or um, you know, ruined my ear, far from it. Um, we've also made tangible progress in our home as a family of four. We have two girls at now age seven and nine. We were living in a two-bedroom apartment this time last year. And in the last year, we have found our forever home that was on our bucket list for years and years to to find it, buy it, move into it. And it was not an easy process. So that's certainly an area of my life where I've made tangible progress this year. And then the third one is obviously bringing out the Jewish Joy Journal. I did start work on it in 2021. Then my mum died and I had to pause. It wasn't the sort of project that I could focus on. And I picked it back up this year and it's released and out there in the world. And already I'm getting so much incredible feedback on the journal. And if you've got your journal and you're listening, please email me at karen at smashingtheglass.com or DM me at Your Jewish Life and let me know any feedback about the journal and what difference it's made to you, what you love about it, and anything else. Number three, what are three accomplishments I made this year that I'm most proud of? So I really like this question because so often we don't stop and take stock. Also in the journal, every week there's a weekly reflection. So you can reflect back on what brought you joy that week and what what you did to bring joy to others because so often the weeks roll around the weeks roll around we don't notice our accomplishment our accomplishments and they can be something really really small like getting into a really really tight parking space <laughs> or they can be really really big things of course but it's so important to take that time we also have a weekly wins thread inside smashing life for the same reason but back to the prompt what are three accomplishments i made this year that i'm most proud of so i would say the release of the jewish joy journal to have a book out there to be an author to make an impact through something that I feel is really needed in the world, like the Jewish Joy Journal, it's the first ever gratitude journal for Jewish women, is just a great feeling. So that's my number one accomplishment. I'm going to sound a little repetitive. Obviously, my number two accomplishment is, well, what's bringing to mind when I'm thinking of an accomplishment is being with my husband and two girls in our new garden. We also didn't have a garden until this year. And that feels like an accomplishment. Like we've got that. We have a garden. Just seeing my children run around in the garden is one of the greatest feelings in the world. And I'll call that an accomplishment that I'm proud of. And number three, the three accomplishments I made this year that I'm most proud of, I think it's funny to think of it as an accomplishment, but I think really caring for and nurturing and loving my dad, who is obviously now on his own. And he's a huge part of our lives. He has dinner here a few times a week. He's very involved in the girls day to day. He takes them to violin lessons and drama lessons and works with them and does all kinds of stuff and hangs out with us. And he's just done amazingly this year. And I'm proud to be part of his adjusted new life and that he's such a big part of ours. 
Just want to take a brief moment to tell you about my community, Smashing Life. It's a beautiful Jewish community that I'd absolutely love you to be a part of. It's a place to build the life you want on your terms, empowered by a community of like-minded Jewish women from all over the world. We have masterclasses and parties and get-togethers and socials and so much more. Um, Why don't I hand over to Ashley, one of our members from Los Angeles, and she can tell you what it's all about. So my favorite thing about being in Smashing Life is that it provides access to basically a group of friends where it's safe to share things that are good, that are bad, and things that you would never share publicly, like, I just took a pregnancy test and it came back negative. This sucks, everybody commiserate with me, or someone at work just threw me under the bus, and you know, people are so supportive, or you get to share something positive, like, you know, I just got a promotion at work, but I can't share it yet because it hasn't been announced yet. You can just share everything with each other and get you know support you can get just your group of friends cheering you on or commiserating with you supporting you for whatever you need and it's it's so special so there you have it that smashing life it's an incredible community membership club for jewish women and i'd love you to join just head to smashinglife.club smashinglife.club and join today So number four, who are th- who are the three people whose friendships I appreciated most this year? So I'm not going to talk about three people. I'm actually going to talk about three friendship groups. Think of this question again because of the loss I've experienced this past year. You know these friends really come to the forefront when I think about what they've done and supported and little things like on my birthday this year it was unexpectedly hard. I was upset in the morning it was the first birthday without my mom and I you know I didn't realize I'd feel like that but I did I was upset I was crying and my friends just turned it into one of the best birthdays I could have ever wished for I had surprise after surprise all day long and it was wonderful those three friendship groups are my first friendship group are new friends friends I've made through my girls school who know who they are, if they are listening, who just have been there for me and are just great friends. I love them to bits. They're new friends. I've only met them in the last three to four years and we've become very close and they've just been very special to me this last year. The second friendship group are my old school friends, friends I've known for 30 years who have also been there for me. One in particular, Hannah, has really shown up for me with everything with my mom and she also showed up for me on my birthday in a very special way and thank you Hannah for your friendship um just so appreciated and valued and the third friendship group is a brand new friendship group is my new neighbors so we're told I mentioned that I've moved in in the summer we've been blessed to have really really good neighbors on both sides like wonderful families the same age as us with the kids the same age and the two mums the two women of the two families have just been amazing friends again just wonderful done things for me I've done things for them and it's just a great feeling so yeah a great year for friendship and again all that love I poured and received from my mum I've kind of twisted and turned into new ways with friends and they in turn 
are trying to, you know, pour the love back on me that I'm missing from my mum. And it's just a new era. So the fifth question is, what were the biggest struggles I faced this year? What were the biggest lessons they taught me? Well, I'm not going to go into it again, but obviously the biggest struggles I faced this year was facing life without my mum, some really, really tough times. Often, just as anyone knows who's been through grief, it's just the wave that hits you unexpectedly. And the biggest lesson that that's taught me is that everything my mum gave me when she was alive is kind of everything I need to deal with life without her. You know, it's the, I realized it's the biggest lesson that any parent gives is how to survive without them. So yeah, it's a deep one, maybe one for another day. Um, by the way, if there's anything I'm talking about that you'd like me to put into another podcast you'd like to hear more about, please DM me at Your Jewish Life and let me know. I'd love to hear. Number six, if all goes well, what would I want my life to look like one year from now? So that's one that I've said need to give some thought and sit down and really think about and journal through. Obviously, these are all meant to be journaled and written down because when you write the answers down, it's much more likely that they will come true, which is one of the reasons why the Jewish Joy Journal is so effective. So make sure you write these answers down either in the journal, in the notes section, or just on your own um, notepad or wherever you'd like. So I suppose I want my life to like one year from now, even more impact with the work I'm doing through the Your Jewish Life Your Way brand and Smashing the Glass, reaching more people. Um, we've got the Smashing Life app coming out next year, which is going to be an incredible app for, it's mainly for Jewish millennials. It is going to change, change your life. If you're not part of Smashing Life already, you'll definitely want to join to have access to this app. It's going to be insane. Um, so that's going to give us more impact being on the app store, reaching more people, which is very exciting. And that makes me excited. And then I also want more time to rest. You know, as you've probably gathered, I love my work. I love my family. I give all to both and I'm not very good at just chilling out, but I actually love chilling out. But when I'm chilling out, I get ideas and I quickly write something down. Uh, so I somehow want to have more impact and also more time to rest maybe more holidays would be nice <laughs> let's see if we can make that happen and number seven based on that vision what do I want my one word intention to be this upcoming year well if I want more impact and more time to rest I guess the answer is balance my star sign is Libra the scales so I am always after balance and this upcoming year Let's have that. I'd, I'd also like to throw in the word fun. I want to have fun. My mum was the queen of fun and I certainly want to continue that. There's certainly been family occasions which are not as quite as fun without her anymore. And I want to try and continue shining that light of fun. So more balance, more fun. If I had to wrap it out into one word, I'd say balance fun. <laughs> Number eight, what are three things I want to achieve the most this coming year? And how can I build myself systems that will allow me to accomplish them? So before I share my answers, I have to just give a sneaky, another mention for the Jewish Joy Journal, because it is the perfect system to achieve this. If there's something you want to achieve, it is all built into the Jewish Joy Journal. It's a six month journal for not just gratitude, but also goal planning, tracking and achieving. So that is the system. So that's a system certainly that I'm going to use. And I have used, but what are the three things I want to achieve most? So we've talked about the balance. I want to achieve balance. 
I would like to continue with my fitness. I'm in a really good routine of going outdoor running mornings. And I also want to add to that Pilates. I have to get into Pilates or yoga. Any tips? The idea of it to me is so boring. I don't, I don't like, I don't like it. I don't like just lying in a room and stretching my mind. Uh, anyway, that's also a whole nother thing to talk about, but I'd like to, th- to bring in, uh, Pilates but so what are the three things I want to achieve the most this coming year balance in my work and rest number one continued fitness and even better fitness number two and number three advance with my work and create more impact with the Smashing Life app we also want to do a Smashing Life summit in London and New York next year so those are my three Number nine, what's one thought I'm currently holding on to that's not serving my well-being? Why am I holding on to it and how can I let it go? So one thought, it's not so much a thought, but the thing that springs to mind is I'm quick to worry about loved ones and anxiety. So I talked about my dad earlier. So I feel obviously huge responsibility for him, sometimes probably too much responsibility. But just this morning, earlier to recording the podcast, I tried to ring him and there was no answer and I tried again half an hour later and there was no answer and I started worrying and getting anxious and thinking gosh has something happened has he fallen over is he this is he that and that's just the way my brain works when I think about him and the people I love and you know and I is not serving my well-being whatsoever and I have to why am I holding on to it and how can I let it go I think I'm holding on to it because of a bad habit of a lifetime that I have this anxiety that I have worked on this year. I think I'm a lot better and I certainly am not anxious on a daily basis or anything like that. But how can I let it go? Hmm. I think I've got to work on my mindset and work on myself. And if anyone's got any advice about anxiety, any books that help that have helped you personally with anxiety to do with loved ones, worrying about loved ones. I don't worry like that about my kids. My It's much more to do with my parents, you know, my parents. I do worry, you know, if my husband's late home on his bicycle or something like that. So it, it's that kind of anxiety and worry. If you've got any tips on that, please DM me at Your Jewish Life and share those. In terms of how can I let it go, it's just working on myself, talking to myself, obviously tried therapy in the past ah, it helps a little bit but then you get back into your bad habits don't you so again maybe for another podcast anxiety number 10 final question what are three things I would love to do more of next year how will I make more time for them important one to write down because when we just speak it it's gone I'm going to be writing all these things down so what are three things I would love to do more of next year number one Pilates or yoga I will get back to you on how I get on with that number two quality time with my family we I try to 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 create those pockets of time and I want more of them you know make those wonderful memories whether it's holidays fun things at the weekend little moments at home together more quality time with my family and a third one is kind of more fun things with friends so my neighbor and I've talked about having a little knitting group with the 
adults and the kids, you know, of the, these neighbors that I've talked about. And I think that could be really good for just relaxing and chatting. And I'd, I'd really like to, we talked about also maybe playing adult netball, joining the netball group. I maybe want to join like an Israeli dancing local group. So again, I'll get back to that. You know, it'll be really fun if I do these every year and maybe this time next year, I'll listen back and report report and you know what you should do the same with your journal reflections so this is a really great episode to circle back with me feedback with me you know this is not a one-way conversation I love to hear from you dm me at your Jewish life get in touch with me talk to me and you know what I want to say thank you for hanging out with me I love these episodes if you think this episode might help a friend of yours please please share it you know again as you know one of my goals is impact so the more people that listen to the episodes get impacted. So if you've got a friend who needs these journal prompts, maybe they'll love this episode. Definitely share it with them. And really quickly, if you love my podcast, might you consider leaving me a review? Because that way more people get to find the podcast. I would so, so appreciate it if you leave a review on the platform of your choice. I think Apple Podcast is the main one where it really helps. Um, takes two minutes and it really does make a difference so listen happy new year happy hanukkah happy everything i love you loads and i will see you next time